0: This is the Post America Podcast.
1: That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit.
2: Post America. Matcho Black, Richie Crunch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son.
1: Download that shit, motherfucker. All right, fellas, we're rolling back on once again. Back from the dead. It's been months, almost a year. Back from the dead is an understatement, man. But Chris has been very busy, has a lot of bad things going on, but it's getting better. Yeah. It's getting better. Yeah. Things are looking up. There might be a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. A sign it's getting better is he showed up with meatballs today. Yeah. And they were good. But uh, Joe didn't get any. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. Luke had like thirty, but today is the day before Thanksgiving, the busiest uh, social night in America, is when everybody goes out and uh, rekindles old friendships and sees. We have people a great we haven't
2: time! We're far removed from high school, but remember when uh, you know when when we were like twenty one, twenty two, twenty five ish. That night was like dope Mm -hmm. because everybody comes back to town everybody comes back home from college and i got it you've been looking to beat up for three years you finally (laughs) catch them out there people yeah people you love people you hate everybody's out and now they're all legal drinking age and now everybody's like out doing suckers wild shit but uh, not only for that age but all ages this is the night
1: yeah yeah older younger male female boy girl Mm. cat dog everybody's out they're having a great time. People are on the roads traveling. Yeah. But uh, so tomorrow's Thanksgiving. It's a big day. Joe's got a big thing going on. What do you got going on? Fucking mashed potatoes, baby. You're cooking at your house? Ooh. You know
2: that I'm like the mashed potato specialist. No,
1: nobody told me that.
2: Really, Joe? I am the mashed potato Why specialist. Why have we? we never got to try that? No? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's cool. I am the- If uh, I was a specialist at anything, you would have tried 10 times over. I'm pretty sure you've had my mashed potatoes. Never. You had my. Did you? You had the potato soup though, right? With the sausage. No. No. Yeah, he, he did bring it though. He did bring the potato soup. We had it at the podcast. I think we talked about
1: it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I we talked the about soup. it. We never ate it. You never tried mm. my bread, my homemade bread. Bread, with, maybe. With the, soup? I, the only thing I ate of yours that was homemade was a, a pizza. Yeah, that's it. And mm. then you gave up making them. You don't make them no more.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of. It's a lot of like preparation. Yeah, but I never had the mashed and potatoes. The that's mashed potatoes. Yeah, man. I, mean, I well, you know, I'll make the mashed potatoes. I I promise I will cuz they're that's e- that's an easy one. But I'm very good at it. And uh so tomorrow that's your job to make the mashed potatoes? Yeah, Anything I'm the else? mashed potato guy. Um me personally for for Thanksgiving, I just handle mashed potatoes. That's it. That's all that. Chris, makes. you have any responsibilities or you just with? eat? I just eat and I help clean up cuz Clean if up. I touch anything
1: else, I destroy it. Wait a minute, son. Clean up. I got it. What? Well, I got to do something. Ew. This bitches clean up, son. What's wrong with you? I feel you, bad, son? man. I feel bad. Eat. You're supposed to eat and chill oh, and listen, yell at somebody.
3: I'm going to stuff my face. And take a nap. You know? I'm going to stuff my face. I ain't lifting a fucking finger to do
1: anything because if I
3: put, touch anything, it's terrible. The yeah, food comes listen, out disgusting. That's fine.
1: And- You're not supposed to cook. You're supposed to eat, give orders, and then go to sleep. Cleaning
2: up after Thanksgiving one of the most feminine things. Yes.
1: That's feminine. Yeah, it's for yeah,
0: real though. For
3: It may be feminine. And
2: I don't mean that in a misogynist way. I just mean yeah. it's a, like a, it's honorable <sighs> to be the one who cleans up <sighs> if you're a woman. I would be proud of that. I would be proud to clean up after. on can't that be, day only. You I know, can't know, believe he would say that like that. On that day only. Listen. What else
1: can I do? Like I know I. You are just supposed to just eat. <laughs> what else can I do? You bought the friggin' food. What Clean else you got to do? Come on, son. I'm making the big ham though. Yeah,
2: you're making a ham. I make a jambon Did I
1: ever give you guys? Remember, I gave you the ham. I make that one. Time? I do remember some ham. Yeah. Thought oh, you loved it. Now you barely remember. <laughs> like, come on. Oh, that was years ago, man. Come on. I make a a brown sugar, pineapple, honey glazed ham. Nice. It's incredible. Yeah, man. That sounds good. And I'm not like a big ham guy. I love like cold cuts, ham is swiss with mustard. You always get mustard with ham, right?
2: Uh depends. Depends on the bread, depends depends on <sighs> certain, the circumstances. You never put mayo on ham, do you?
3: Yeah, yeah. Ah! Totally. I oh, would do that. Oh, no way. If uh, it was
2: the
1: right bread, yeah, I would put turkey, mayo. Turkey you get mayo, chicken mayo, ham gets mustard. Anyway, I right, listen. So I I like, you know, ham and cheese sandwiches, cold cuts. But I usually don't like a big, thick ham for dinner. You know what I mean? That's not my thing. But the way I make this,
2: forget it. But if I remember correctly, you were ma- You had a slice really thin. Thinner than you would normally, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't not like really thick thin. slices. No, but
1: not like a cold cut, little thin see-through, but like, you know, in between. But, you know, it's just a real sweet, nice flavor. I cook it just ah. right. It gets a little crunch at the end, you know.
2: Because ah. Thanksgiving is my favorite meal of the year. Yeah, Yo, if you took a slice of that ham... Yeah. And just put it on top or on the bottom of my mashed potatoes. Oh, that's oh, what I'm talking about. Oh, look yeah. at that. Like make it like a bed for these mashed well, I'm potatoes. I'm sure somebody's making ham tomorrow for you, Ooh. no? we're uh, just doing turkey. It's definitely turkey. I don't know, man. Maybe it'll be ham. Ham's not like a standard well, who's in charge of the turkey? Usually, dude, listen to There's this. There's got to be one Last person. year, the, tur- the turkey was... Fucked up. Who did it? Uncle Billy. Ah, you can't let him. He cook, put man. a frozen turkey in the what a dope. in the
1: oven. <laughs> His penalty is should, really? he should not be invited
2: <laughs> this year to Thanksgiving. He put a frozen turkey in the oven oh, and it was wow, man. It like when it was time to serve it, it wasn't cooked because it. You know what I mean? We had like I took one bite of salmonella and I put it back. If uh, he, <laughs> if
1: anyone else did that, would he ever let them live it down? No, never, man. And you probably haven't mentioned nothing since. No I don't Say
2: it I don't do that See how's no.
1: this turkey Better than when you crapped And ruined our whole holiday Huh Uncle Billy You're Lucky we let <laughs> you back in the house uh-huh. He's
2: not a nice man No I heard he was getting nasty At your grandmother's uh, party he's, a, he's not a nice man well, He's asking people for invitations And stuff Sometimes man People uh, I don't know what it is It's like uh, it, it happens with little kids And it happens with old people But they just get into these bad habits That they can't like But you knew this guy 20 years ago He was the same way I don't know so like I think it's from when he was a kid. Like Uh-oh. it just it just never went away. His mama didn't. throw Nobody him a beat. ever called him out on on. His mama it. didn't throw him yeah. a beating. See what happens when people want to raise the kid like that. Yeah, if you
1: raise him shitty. Give him a beating. Be nice as he could be right now. He's
2: oh. uh, he's weird. He's quirky. But he's gonna be there. Yeah, for is he sure. going to cook anything or is he banned? He makes every year. He usually makes cranberry. Relish, he calls it. It's cranberry sauce, but he makes sure he calls it cranberry. What a jerky guy! <laughs> what a jerky well, he looks good. set himself apart.
1: Yeah. I, I like it. Listen, it's not, that's important. It is. It is. But to me, it's hard to beat the joint right out of the
2: can, bro. Yeah, the jelly. The jelly stuff you is know great. What I'm like cranberry the sauce. food can. But yo, if you make it with real cranberries and it's like a sauce with the big berries and yeah. they burst as you yeah, bite yeah, into it, sure that that that's incredible. Great. Sure, that could be good. But he makes one that's more like a. Salsa almost, yeah. He calls it cranberry relish, and it's like real tart. It has like uh, it has orange peels in it, ah. and it's real like tart. It's good. It's, it's the really good. Purpose. Though. I want something sweet to go with the salty. It's sweet too, yeah. but it's 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 good. Yeah, it's got like a hmm. bite to it.
1: It's nice. All right, we'll let him slide. He's lucky he's allowed to come back. He makes. Um, so who is
2: in charge of turkey? You don't even know. I I don't know, man. I think wow, probably it's a uh of the dice. It's probably maybe like Uncle Frank or somebody. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Uncle Frank uh, I think Grammy's a little old to be cooking turkeys Nah now. she
1: gotta just chill at this point Yeah, Your wife should be doing everything to be honest I don't know why Frank and you are doing stuff like <laughs> uh. I like doing the mashed potatoes man it's Yeah a- if you like doing one like I like doing the ham so I'll
2: Like if it. I know I can do it Better than everybody mm. I gotta do it What's the big deal with yours leave a little skin in there I do leave the skin on I like, I like it both ways but I I, per- I prefer it with the skin on Yeah um I put cream cheese in it. Mm. I put a little bit of half and half to get the consistency just right. Half and half. Huh? I put a generous scoop of Caddy Gold. Butter. Yeah. Huh. Kerry Gold is a brand of butter that's very Kerry Gold good. Gold is an Irish butter that melts at room temperature. Aye, it's, a it's a lovely butter. Um It's a lovely fucking butter, you bollocks. You. I put so- I put crushed black pepper. Uh huh. And then to push it over the top. A little garlic. I put a little garlic. Yes. Oh, a little garlic garlic powder and uh, minced garlic. All right. But that doesn't push it over the top. What pushes it over the top is. Crushed up aspirin. Wrong. What? White pepper. White pepper? White really? pepper. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. I can picture that. I put about a heaping tablespoon of white pepper. Wow. And white pepper is not. Hot. It's not spicy. No, no you feel it. It dope. just has a nice. It yeah. has like a mild. It, it brings flavor. things to life. Yes, and the white pepper bugs people out. They're like, what, what? What is this? What's in here? Yeah, and that. Yeah, it's it's nice, man. Nice. I, I make a good mashed potato. A mean mashed potato. Yeah,
1: white pepper is like in mashed potatoes is like the bass player of a band. It's not needed, but it helps. You know what I mean. <laughs> okay that's crazy
2: no i would let me let me uh try to take a stab at that it's like a bass player of a band you might not realize that it's there until it's gone okay all right so when the bass cuts out you're like hey what what just happened yeah even if you're not listening to the bass yeah when you're listening to the song when it cuts out you know now you can hear all the cool guitar parts yeah this is a better song (laughs)
1: mother effers that's cool. Everybody got good uh, Thanksgiving plans.
2: How many people are you expecting? Is that your house? No, is that Grammys. Oh, Grammys. So uh, <laughs> it'll probably be like maybe like 20, a little 20-ish. It's not bad.
1: Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah.
2: You know what's horrible? When you're not that hungry on Thanksgiving. That's the worst. Yeah. But you so know what I'm doing in the morning? What? I'm going to go do a, a little Turkey Day jujitsu roll. And that's gonna make you hungry, and I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna nice. do that at 8 a.m. Just work up a crazy sweat, just you know, just get exhausted, and then I'll be ready to eat. Do a turkey. There ball. you go, man. Yeah. yeah, man. You gotta prime the pump. Yeah, exactly. When can you be a black belt? When can I be a black belt? How many belt
1: you got in between?
2: I'm a purple belt now, so brown and then black is next. Goddamn. So the brown. It's you know I don't know I I, I would. Like probably six or seven months. If I had to guesstimate, I would say six or seven years. What? Yeah. How long have you been doing it so far? Six or seven years. Yeah. God, damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know people. My my boy Bruce took it took him sixteen years to get it. I would do it in two weeks. Sixteen. Some people two fucking it's, weeks. Chris. I know. I know some people that did it quick. Some people did it in like uh you know like like seven eight years. You know. I got a photogenic memory. I do it in no time that's a commitment
1: right there man it is i'd love to see chris get into something like that right he's like letting himself just die you know what i mean he got that vibe <laughs> it's all over man it's all over <laughs> like when he puts his guitar on it's like you need like a helper chris you were strumming your guitar
2: <laughs> like, like your arm was broke yeah like it hurt jeez it was so, it was an
1: odd thing see he's practicing it's all like these you had now. dog paws He's doing this, this heavy metalhead style guitar playing, which is like this so gentle touching and s- slow. Everything is like considered like, ooh, I don't have to move too far. Ooh, this is the most comfortable and convenient way to play it. That it's like losing all its balls. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, you could still be a metalhead, like Zach Wild style, just still rock it. Yeah, He's yeah. trying to be like or an slayer, Inve. Like, Inve, like-, like, you know, ooh, no callus this way. Like, come on, just play this. <laughs> He's doing a Scandinavian style uh, metalhead stuff. Whoa. I don't like that. You should be doing a New Orleans style
2: metalhead. The guitar
3: Scandinavian playing. style metalhead stuff.
2: Just get into it, right? Yeah, like when you see uh, Kerry King play his guitar, yeah. he's not gentle. He's like. He's not gentle he's like at all. Fucking his guitar on stage. He's like killing it, man. That dude's like an animal. Yeah, he is an animal. He is. He is. What's up with that guy? I heard he's kind of a
1: dick. Is he alright or not?
2: I have no idea I haven't really met him I like his songs reviews. I yeah. like his I judge him by his songs because I, like Slayer, I never met him
1: Slayer's dope Slayer's dope what else we got going on and Christmas is after Christmas that Christmas is after that this is crazy time of year man
2: yeah what do you what's your favorite uh, Christmas memory my favorite Christmas memory what's your first <laughs> what's your first Christmas memory
3: you know what? Jesus Christ! I didn't. I can't even. I don't think I could remember it as far back. I remember being maybe four or five, like in those onesies things you'd wear in the seventies. You with know, the, to, with the plastic feet. With the plastic feet. You remember that shit? Good yeah. for sliding. Great and Like for sliding, waking up yeah. in the morning and you know, opening presents. That way, my grandmother would come down because she lived right above us, and it was it was all right. I, I think that that's the earliest. was some of the earliest memories. You know, some of the funniest ones I've had. Those like. Later, like when I made was like 11, 12, and uh, in the 80s, remember when computers were a big thing, like the Commodore VIC-20, like you couldn't really do anything with it, you yeah. Know? and I wanted one so bad, like I thought I was, my parents thought they were doing me a favor, <laughs> they got this fucking thing, but, like, but you had to have, everything was a la carte, so you had this, basically a keyboard, there was no monitor, there was nothing. nothing. <laughs> and like I got this thing I was like oh, I don't know what to do with it And my parents look at me Like I was gonna go Fucking contact NASA With it You know what I'm saying They're like I opened it up And they're like It was just a keyboard it, it, Yeah The VIC-20 was just a keyboard unit So you had to hook it into a TV There was no mouse Or anything You had to have a tape drive What the hell like did you want tape. That boring I ass I didn't want that thing. My you parents just said you that, wanted My parents thought I was going to you know, turn me into some kind of a scientist or something. And it I just did, remember though. opening it up being Wait like. It, you are, you it are a doctor of archeology it well, listen, But I, I remember looking at it and like watching TV shows and how cool it could be. And then you got this fucking thing. And it's like, what do you do with it? It, just, it was nothing to do with it. It was, it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? And were was like, looking at me like. They're like, go, Chris. Go, go on. Go. Get on there and
1: contact the stars. Win, Chris. So you're win. always a computer guy.
3: I liked it for a bit Then I didn't fucking Mess with them for years hmm. After that But that was just ridiculous They would like Thought all of a sudden It was gonna be like You know The hub of communications Wow <laughs> My house in Brooklyn on, In you
2: know the living room <laughs> With this fucking key, Basically a glorified keyboard You know what I mean Is that the one that took the Wait So there's no like uh, com, Actual like computer No So it didn't take floppy disks That one No you had to have An extra drive And it took a tape So you
3: had to load things on with a tape Like a cassette tape Really? This is how a back would go. On. Yeah, and then you could get an expansion to have like a floppy. Like Damn. a big-ass floppy disk. It should look like a record almost. Yeah, it was really big. Like giant floppy, floppy disk. And it was just like, I don't know. Like you had to have a fucking, you know, you could program 40 lines and have like a book and you do it and it would make like a beep. It was ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like you could do fucking anything with it. What a fucking joke. It was crazy. And like you would see on the box, I had the kid sitting there like, You know, plotting this stuff
2: out, and they like, you know, this is gonna be great. What's crazy about that is like that somebody though saw the potential of it, even though like you know what I mean. Like we would be like, ah, this thing is stupid. This is so boring. But somebody was like, no, but you don't understand. If we could only make this piece faster, or if we could only only make this thing, you know, whatever better, it could do
3: this. But like, if if you don't have that, you know what it was. That is the case because my friend. Constantino, his older brother, Ooh, he cool was baby. in college then, right? So he was taking computer science and he had like a really good computer for the day. And like he was playing games on it and doing all kinds of cool shit. You know what I'm saying? But this the other stuff was like a mystery. You had to have like a like a rack of things to like, you know, load it up for two seconds and watch like three pixels, you know, control three pixels on the screen for fucking twenty seconds, you know. It was ridiculous, but yeah. you had to have massive equipment. This dude was like, This is the future. I remember his, his older brother. And we were looking at you like, "This like ain't fucking up." Let's go outside future. and
1: go do something else.
2: <laughs> poor but Joe has more no fun with uh, my, Christmas memories. No, you, you want to know my earliest Christmas memory?
1: It's probably watching the neighbors put a tree up or something.
2: Right? No, what? Well, yeah, it, it's a, it's weird that I don't have like those kind of like childhood Christmas memories, but my first Christmas, you invited me to go to North Carolina with you hmm. for Christmas, really, and at the time I was. Just fucking... I was hurting, man. I was living in uh, in Troy's basement. Remember that? Troy... Troy the old boss? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was living in Troy's basement at the time. Me and my <laughs> brother were renting his basement from him. That's right. And it was like the most <laughs> just depressing winter of my life. <laughs> Absolutely horrendous. I was never in there, but I was at his house. Oh, my
1: God. It was terrible. It was like a finished basement at least? Or? No. Like- we
2: were... we, were, we Kind of finished half of it where we were like living, yeah, and made like a little apartment for ourselves. But it was like, damn, dude, this is fucking. If I, it felt like there should be, <laughs> it felt like there should be like 10 Chinese people living there with us. Oh, <laughs> it, was that shit. Kind of, it was that kind of place. Yeah, yeah, there should be t- at least just, 10 Chinese people immigrants. smoking in there, yeah. And um, we're in there, just this, everything sucked. And you invited me to go to North Carolina with you for Christmas to uh, your girlfriend at the time, her her family's house. And I was like, I was like yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, oh, I just want to get out of here. So that was my first Christmas. I was. Nice. I was. Uh, was it fun? It was awesome. Nice. It was great. Uh, I got. Uh, how old was I at that time? I was probably 19, I guess. Really? Yeah. 18, wow. 18, maybe 19. That's crazy. Yeah. And I went to uh I went to the mall. Well, they had like presents for me. Like they told you somebody told them like all oh, this this extra purse is coming. Oh and they, yeah, I would have told I would've, me. Told them. I would've they me guy shit. you know. You know what I mean? Like I had I wasn't expecting oh, that, was that nice at up. all. But they had like So was that your first Christmas suit. presents? Yeah. Wow. the first Christmas Wow present. man. And uh what well, wasn't anything good. It, it might have been gift certificates or something uh, like I mean, that. It's a know? nice gesture though, right? Because I remember going to the mall with you and uh, a couple other people. We went to a mall down there somewhere, and I got my ears pierced. Oh, shit. You're getting wild, son. <laughs> At the piercing pagoda. I you remember that. I got my ears pierced. Both of them? And I bought a Slayer, Rain and Blood CD. Wow. Ah. How do you remember this? Because it was big, man. It was a That's big deal to sick. me. And I bought Sepultura, um, Beneath the Remains, or no, uh, <coughs> Chaos AD. I did think. we listen to him on a ride home? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. And um that yeah, that was that was my first Christmas. It was great. Damn, that's dope. And you do you remember the guy was calling me Joe Bob? <laughs> no. There was like some <laughs> it was some relatives yeah. and he couldn't get my name right, so he kept calling me Joe Bob. Wow. Yeah, well, <laughs> you that's go. like a southern thing, I guess. Yeah. How y'all doing there, Joe Bob? He's like, Joe I said Jotham. He's like, hmm? Joe Bob? As, yeah, sure. Joe Bob, Joe Bob, good enough there. <laughs> North Carolina. Yeah, that was my first Christmas. Were like they hillbilly people? No, they were like pretty. Yeah. They seemed like they were doing all right for themselves. Nice, but it was nice, and everybody treated me nice, and that was my first Christmas memory. Wow! And uh, thank you, Richie, for bringing me that. You're that was nice of you. See, you know, I thought, like, you know, this poor guy's living in this Chinese
1: basement. Let me get him out a little bit. <laughs> Did we bring Simon or not? No, nah, it was just ah. Me poor Simon <laughs> poor Simon
2: stuck in there alone for Christmas and I came back with my cool earrings and my cool CDs <laughs> he, Simon just looked he's probably like, like Christmas is amazing <laughs> and wow Simon. and what Slayer was it it was Rain and Blood
1: was it new no no okay I was gonna say that's way back that shit is old
2: no I had uh, I just didn't have it yeah I had I had no South I remember South you guys it. were really out of
1: the loop with any good metal you were definitely in the loop with punk but you guys didn't know any good metal. Yo, yeah, I... <laughs> because you had Evan on your team. Evan was anti. He wouldn't allow metal
2: behind the <laughs> gates. Right? He wouldn't allow any metal. He wouldn't metal allow... In no, Evan, Evan liked a lot of metal back then. He was into, like, metal that I didn't like. But he liked a lot of weird metal. Really? I yeah. I thought he was anti-metal. No, he's not. That's he, crazy.
1: North Carolina, man.
2: Yeah, that's my first Christmas, though, man. What's your first Christmas memory? <sighs> I have no idea. I remember just always... um.
1: You know, waking up, you know, super early and that type of deal. But I really don't remember details.
2: That's how you know it's fun for kids, especially. That's how you know it's Dad, fun wake because they're up, up before everybody. Yeah, you
1: can't. you can't sleep. I couldn't sleep, even though I barely got any gifts. I mean, we got a football once, big deal. But you know, it was fun. We were broke. What do you want? But uh, is Anthony like that? He loves Christmas. He loves think, it. The you only know, thing about Santa Claus.
2: <laughs> he's he's twelve, man. <laughs> well, I don't know when does that end. I don't know. He, I don't know. I think he just always knew that there was no Santa Claus. Come on, there must I, have been a time where he thought it was. Um, I honestly, I don't know, man. You never said, "Oh, Santa's coming." You've been like, "Yeah, that? we always did that." Huh. And then Kira, well, with Kira, one year she was. Yo, I remember her she, crying over it. Yeah, she cried hard, and <sighs> she was. She wanted. To she said something about Santa, and I knew through the grapevine and through eavesdropping oh, that I knew she didn't believe in Santa. Yeah. But she wanted us to think she believed what in Santa. Conniver. She
1: said, Christmas is over for you.
2: Yeah, that was just you part of You the- lost faith in Santa? <laughs> that was part of the magic of it is like, you know, your parents, like, I don't know, whatever. For her, that was like special that we- yeah. would believe that she believed in she it. She
1: didn't want to surrender her innocence to her parents and make them think that my little girl's getting too old too fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she, so yeah. she said something she about favor.
2: Santa and I gave her a look. Yeah. I was like, you know. Like, you said, you're yeah, full of yeah, shit. Santa? I don't know because I listened to your phone call. And she's like, what? What? No, I wasn't listening to no. a phone call. <laughs> Come on. <what> <laughs> I'm not like that. But um, she was, she said something about Santa and I gave her a look and she's, like was like what what i was like santa like really oh, and she's like just joke. burst out in tears oh, burst out in tears joe and i was like it's all right like you know what do you you know i don't, I didn't say there's no santa claus i just like gave did, her a look did you feel bad she, for saying anything after she started crying no because oh, oh, so hard, she's too though. old for this shit <laughs> I, don't want, oh, right, I don't want don't don't talk about santa claus when what you? you know there's no Santa Claus she was probably Anthony's age 11 or 12 all right and you know that's to me that's too old I maybe went to 1920 if you're like close to going through puberty you better stop believing in Santa Claus that's true (laughs) no Easter Bunny either no I mean now
1: what is the point of Santa you think is uh I mean if there was no Santa and we just went through the motions of mommy and daddy are gonna buy you presents if you're good but if you're not mommy and daddy, we'll get you cold. We just did all the same things, but just mommy and daddy. Would it be like a lame thing? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. So you like the idea of the Santa? I do because
2: yeah. it's like a, like, I don't believe in magic, magic, like that, you know? But it adds the element of magic for kids. Okay. It's it's so magical. So is And there- you're, you can create entire sagas in your head about Santa Claus and what he looks like, where he lives, what he does in his spare time, what he likes to eat, what you like there's like we a already whole. know all that stuff. Yeah. No, cookies, but you, a little call but make, a little kid make, make will toys. just daydream about it for yeah. hours and hours, for weeks and weeks and weeks just thinking about this this amazing, fantastic guy who yeah who just all he cares about is making you happy on this day of the year. Well, like, why not just go with like know? reality though say
1: listen so and so the ceo of of apple is making your iphone right now he's somewhere in silicon valley and kid, oh my god silicon valley I wonder what goes on there and then it's more beneficial to him in the long <laughs> sounds
2: run so lame and boring all right i don't know I don't i'm just saying as an observer of little kids yeah that sounds creepy. Yeah, I know that's <laughs> that sounds that so bad. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, hey, let me observe you. I'm gonna just keep doing what you're doing. I'll be don't, over here just watching. Don't mind me at all. These sick, but now nah, you're right. You're
2: right. Santa's you nice see lady. the kids, the like with you see them with both reactions, mm-hmm. and they love the Santa one, and then they transition into the reality one, and they still love it, yeah. and it doesn't take away from it, and. I was always taught as a kid that Santa Claus, the the story of Santa, is just cruel and evil, and you're lying. It's a lie because of that goofy religion. And uh, yeah, it, it was always taught to me like that. And I used to say that. I used to just you know repeat what other people yeah. said. And but now that I witness it firsthand, it's pretty. It's pretty it's not magical. cruel. It's magical. It's fun. And I don't there's an you know there's an argument to be made that the story of Santa and the story of Jesus have there's they're both like unprovable Mm. in a way yeah Santa we know was made up for sure but I'm just saying like at the same time as I was taught that Santa is a lie yeah you were. Investing I was being in taught these other things that I still. There's no. Proof Your fairy tale is for, bad you know? for children. My fairy
1: fairy tale is the sole truth.
2: Fairy tales serve a
1: purpose. No, but Chris? Chris. He said there's there's no proof of Jesus. Is there any actual proof of Jesus
2: Ugh, in history? Out of my
1: wheelhouse a little. There's bit. proof it, of
2: people named
1: Jesus. There's proof people name, was named was there Jesus. if if this guy named Jesus was executed by Romans in the place where they claim they executed him, would yeah. it be public record?
3: I mean, whatever survives down. I mean, after maybe 300 years after, in the fourth century, there was a whole pilgrim industry had already grown up. In the Near East, you know the, you know, the Roman Empire. So people coming, like you know, Emperor Constantine's mother makes the big pilgrimage. I like how he says uh, the pilgrim industrial. Empire. A, I like how he says this is out of my wheelhouse. And like, yeah, <laughs> but listen, listen, it is. I mean, I don't, I don't know, like the ins. There's some people who so, just do the ins and outs of like early Christian archaeology. So there are no
1: legitimate documents by Romans that were ever found that I said there was a man named Jesus who was executed by this punctuous pilot cat.
3: And I think if you go to, if I'm not mistaken, if you go to the Author Josephus, and he talks about the Jewish revolts in seventy nine. You know, around in Mm. the the mid first century, it it comes in like. So there's mention of Jesus. There's mention. Well, you know what though? Jesus is one person who comes out of a series of uh, a a messianic kind of era where people are coming up saying that they were the Messiah. Mm. Like you know, if you're coming out of like the the end of the first century BC, back to the question. So there is
1: mention of Jesus. I don't know by specific. Romans. I don't by know Romans
3: specifically. Historians. I don't know. Oh, you don't know. I don't know. I, I want to say, yeah, they they might have offhandedly mentioned, oh, there's a revolt in, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the province. I wonder.
1: You know, well, if there was, if there was any documented, legitimate proof that said this person named Jesus was executed by the Romans on this date, as the Bible states, would that give it more legitimacy?
2: No. Um, I think, yeah, it would be like cool to know that at least that part is real but the part that's unbelievable is the that he's miracles, the son of god that he's the son of god and he brought people back from the dead yeah. and that someone touched his the, the hem of his garment and was healed An old lady was you know brought back to vibrant life like yeah, I, that's the stuff that's unbelievable I don't think people will
3: I think like well, most historians, or archaeologists are deal in the historic period of you know the East Mediterranean, whatever. are Going to say, yeah, there's probably you know there's a, a high likelihood that there was a historical Jesus, there was a person, you know, yeah, this that's guy existed. Like I don't think people really question it g- quite as much as a lot of other like kind of circumstantial evidence. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That comes out uh, for the move for the wider movement. You know what I'm saying?
1: But uh, now is anything that. They claim that Jesus said in the New Testament is there anything negative about Jesus' uh, teachings?
2: No, Jesus' teachings, if they were his teachings or whoever wrote them, are pretty positive, pretty uh, upbeat, s- a pretty good, good yeah. advice. You know, it's all basically like love each other, treat each other the way you want to be treated. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you yeah it's a lot of that and it, and the okay. Bible before that point was like
1: brutal man yeah. really brutal In the Old Testament so yeah. why do you think there's such a resentment
2: towards the teachings of Christ with the younger people nowadays I don't think there's resentment towards the teachings of Christ I think it's Christianity mm-hmm. and, and organized religion as an institution as an institution and when you see like the 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 it's easy to see the negatives over the positives when you're looking at the effects of religion the the negatives just like, they kind of like it's like a like a pain memory you know mm. and it kind of like echoes through society i think and it 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 just lasts longer than even if there's great things there's there's definitely great things that came from organized religion but there's so many horrible, painful things, and that stuff seems to, like, stick out. I suppose more. it sticks out because
1: it's supposed to be a, a truth. Yeah. And it's supposed to be the light and the only way, so then there should be no negative connected to it at all. And there's current, So I guess if you make a robot, and a robot does some good things and bad things, you could say, well, he did this, he did that. But when you make something and you're saying it's God and it's the truth and the light then there should be no negative attached to it.
2: Yeah. Mm. But I mean, that's so it's so impossible. It's just so impossible to me like um that that there can be no negative attached to something. But I mean, if you know, if you're reading the book and you and the stories and stuff, that's what you would think, but it just can't be of that course, way. of course. It just can't be that way, you know? Unless there was a real god. Unless no, not unless. No. Because if let's assume there is a real god, but there's not because of what's going on in the world. But that doesn't mean there's no real god.
1: It just means he uh-huh. don't care about you. Also, oh, okay, so not not the, the, like the Jesus Christ sort of god. Yeah, like he, he Yeah, he, sure. There could be a creator you're talking about, more of a creator.
2: Yeah. So it it could be a different so different a God than And just that God the, the could the positive be, one. You know, could be like a, a bad parent. Yeah,
1: like a deadbeat parent, almost. or a neglectful pet owner. Like, more yes, like, I created you, but I have no interest in your well being.
2: Or like it, when you get fish. Mm-hmm. If somebody has a fish tank and you don't really care about the fish, every now and then you'll put some food in it, and nobody's like fucking going crazy about their fish. Like, nobody's, like... They're
1: probably
3: some weirdos. Really looking at Yo, did you ever fish. see Prometheus? Yeah. And that's the kind of... This thing, like, that's in a race of aliens who went around and they seeded life on planets. And, you know, the whole the crux of the story is, I mean, it's out for a while. I'm not spoiling it for anybody. Is like, we were a genetic creation. Well, I was gonna see it, but now
1: forget it. No, it's worth it to see. <laughs> it is. It's interesting. It's just like an now, interesting I know the story now. Aliens... D- just us out and then they left and they don't care and now we're all upset <laughs> yeah it's interesting
2: yo the way he seeded the planet yeah in the beginning of that movie oh it's, it's incredible so, yeah so crazy it was like suicide yeah but it birthed life like his suicide created like yeah. a, this chain reaction that that started everything like it's, it's yeah they dope. they break down their own yeah, DNA never saw it.
3: interesting it's like an interesting like just like a, a spin on it. And they would create, they created us and other things as well. <laughs> you
1: know, some not so nice. So, to be the owner of the
2: fish tank and the fish is the God to the fish. Is that what you're saying? He's God to the fish. And he might care about the fish. He might want to check the pH levels in the water. And he might want to make sure that the temperature is just right. And he might want to, you know, make sure the food they're eating has the right kind of nutrients and stuff like that. Um, but he might not, mm-hmm. and he might take a little scooper out and put the fish in so the toilet did. when he's done and flush it. So the the one who cares and the one who doesn't care, both are capable of being the god. Right, and mm. even the even the the cruel god who doesn't care about the fish doesn't mean the fish are living a miserable life. They might live long. They might have a. a they might not realize that whoever made them doesn't care about them. Mm-hmm. They could still be swimming around, having you know, oblivious to yeah. to what the, the, the higher uh, life forms out there. But there's that one fish. No, if who's you were looking a god, eyeballing you, <laughs> <let's> <laughs> thinking say,
1: deeply. Let's say you were a god of a planet. Mm-hmm. What sort of god would you be? Hands on or hands off? A rule setter or laid back in a cut and let letting people figure it out or whatever they are figure it out themselves? What sort of god would you be? <sighs>
2: um i w- i don't like the description in the bible of the way god is like for like the descriptions of god old testament are like yo this dude's nuts he's insane hard oh, dude he demands eagle <laughs> he demands worship yeah. you shall have no other gods above me you shall blah, blah. he's just really like He's a jealous God. That's like a, the actual word it says. Seeks attention. God constantly. is a jealous Praise God. at all times. Uh, yeah. Like it, that to me is like. So you wouldn't the, be like that? No, I don't think so. Would you, being I, their God, would you even have them aware that you exist? Would you want that? No, because that's all ego. Like to me, if you're God and you're the most powerful being in the world. If you're the most, not in the world, you're the po- most powerful being, period. Yeah. The ultimate, most powerful being. Mm-hmm. It's insignificant if I like you or dislike you. It's insignificant if I worship you or don't worship you. It's ins- I'm insignificant. Hmm. Everything is insignificant to you. And you're just creating galaxies so and then- creating m- microcosms and creating all of this stuff for what? It's all insignificant cuz nothing so then you
1: would be the god that does not care.
2: I would be the god who observes. Maybe I maybe there's some amusement that happens from watching these silly things run around and fight each other. Fight each, kill other. each other? Yeah, maybe there's some enjoyment to it. Maybe maybe our pain isn't even real. Maybe it's insignificant maybe it uh, we're insignificant to that level where once we're dead it doesn't even matter if we suffered or if we had a, a pleasurable existence or if we felt fulfilled maybe it doesn't matter at all hmm. maybe i don't know i'm just saying like to, if i'm god i definitely don't care if you have a fulfilled but life. if you are I god don't care. does god not seek entertainment Yeah, like to me, his entertainment, if he does, we are that entertainment. Exactly. And
1: everything that we do. So perhaps for your own entertainment, you would like to see a father murder his own son or see if you could push him towards that. Yeah. In the case of? Abraham and his son Isaac. Oh, interesting. So perhaps if you were a god, you'd be so bored because you're the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end that you might cause some natural
2: catastrophes here and there. Yo, uh, imagine this. <laughs> imagine you're God and you're like, I'm going to make myself a son. Mm. Make yourself a son. Wow. And your son is growing up the son of God. Yeah. You have... a. Millions of other creations, but this one you call your son mm. and he's living among let's call them angels who were there before him, maybe. Or who were there after him, but they know that you're the favorite mm. and you can do anything you want because you're God's son. And imagine that God's son is raining fire and sulfur from the heavens and ruining, <laughs> blowing up Sodom and Gomorrah, and he's making people fight, and he's doing this, and he's killing the, you know what I mean, just making wars between the Israelite people is his favorite tribe, so he makes them do a slaughter people all over the Middle East, right? And then God's like, you know what? I am going to put you in a human body. I'll make you see what it feels like to be one of them. Because mm. you're acting like a brat. So he puts his son into a young woman named Mary. And her son is born and lives a human life and realizes when he's about 12 years old, oh my God, I'm one of them now. I'm at the mercy of them. I'm at the mercy of higher beings. I can't. So he turns bet, into a hippie. So he turns into, yeah, he's like, oh, I see. everything. I, I understand. Peace, man. I understand what you were trying to tell me, Father. I understand what you were trying mm-hmm. to tell me. And he spends his whole life. Trying to convince people to be nice to each other, Hmm. and then when God sees that He did enough good works, He sends brings them back home. Hmm.
3: Wow. That's deep.
2: Damn. That just blew my own mind, Chris. Well, wait a minute. That's
1: just just talking about what happened in the Bible. What do you mean?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm saying imagine that all of the the mayhem. Yeah. in the early parts of the bible was caused by jesus by jesus before he was man yeah oh i got you Te- uh, adolescent <coughs> i got you but supernatural jesus yeah in heaven yeah and then god said you know what i'm going to teach you a lesson that would be crazy
1: but let's say that's not the case and the case is what the bible says why is jesus an anti-war hippie when his father was a deranged egomaniac. Yeah. We'll never know, Chris. Chris hates religion. We will never know. Do you believe that there's any God, Chris? I'm agnostic.
3: I don't know if there is or I don't know if there isn't. Wow, what a cop out.
2: If you had your what wish, what would your wish be? Wow. I wouldn't want to know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait, a minute. wait a minute what if it, okay. I would, point, you can have a wish you can know if God exists or not you say you want to, know. I don't want to know okay so check this out imagine he exists and all you had to do was say the magic words so you don't end up in hell for all eternity like everything says but you said I don't want to know like what the hell's wrong with you you're getting a free pass either way yeah you're a man of knowledge you're oh, a yeah. scholar okay I'll know okay there is a God oh shit I'll go through all that ritual stuff just to avoid hell then at least you can at least do that What's wrong with you, you maniac? But if he does, though, then he would know my heart and know it doesn't all matter. was all I'd save my own matter. skin. There was no legitimacy to
3: it. Why not? You're not dead yet. You just found out. Well, that's what I'm saying. Then you would know, though. Like you'd
2: be doing out of fear. Me he no, but years. if you Dude found fear out rather than uh, anything else. But you're saying that from a man who doubts. But if you knew, that might all change.
1: Chris is what they call a doubting Thomas.
2: That's right, good. Enough with the, that's good. Enough
1: with the I don't know how we got on that. Crazy. People don't want to hear that stuff. Talking about Christ Mass. That's what it is. Indeed. Christ Mass. A Mass to worship Christ.
2: His birthday. Was his birthday? <laughs> yeah, allegedly. That's like the day this. They, they actually. Well, I don't know if this is true, but this is what I was taught. Is that they used December 25th as an excuse to celebrate his birthday. But in reality, they were celebrating a pagan holiday, Saturnalia. Is it the winter solstice? Sat, it's the winter solstice and those winter solstice, solstice, Saturnalia. So the uh, the the winter full moon, which is around that time, mm-hmm. it uh the the is that the the longest day of the year. What there's like three there. there's like 3 days of the year that are really long it's like the three longest days of the year yeah. right around that time and and um so it was like some pagan holiday like you know cuz all pagan holidays revolve around um astrology and you know earth seasons and changes and things like that cycles so that was like an excuse but the uh, at the time that they Incorporated Jesus' birthday into it. That was like a banned holiday. You weren't allowed to celebrate it. So people were so upset. they, yeah, they use that. it as an excuse.
1: People are like, yo, that sucks. They took the holiday away. and they're like, no, no, wait a minute. It's coming back. Yeah. But it's Jesus' birthday. A yeah. lot of them. A lot of <laughs> a lot of like uh, Saints Days
3: will correspond. I like, people have done stuff like that. They've correlated, yeah. you know, the old Greek and Roman calendars of where they would so, go but out. But a lot of the Christmas
2: Traditions. Who I, I don't know. It's a tradition because I don't know anybody that does this shit. But like, like a Yule log. I do that. Yeah, Yule log pagan. is supposed to be that's able pagan. to burn for three days. Can I do that.
1: Three days exactly.
2: Yeah, in the fireplace here. Yeah? Forty-eight, fifty-four, two, three, four, five, six. How many hours is that? Three days is uh What's that? Seventy-two. That's right. Uh, yeah. Seventy-two yeah. hours. Yeah. Um, I do the Yule log. I do
1: eggnog. The Christmas tree is a. I do the Christmas thing, right? tree. Yeah. yeah. I do the star on the top, which represents the uh, thing. Star search. I, uh, tr- I do all of the the uh, pagan Christmas tradition rituals. <clears throat> Christmas is kind of boring, though. I don't know. I like it. You like everything. You're what you 'em call it. I like this whatchamacallit. call it. They're good, right? Yeah, a lot, of people sleep on a lot of people sleep on watch 'em call it, you A lot of people sleep on watch 'em call it. Mm-hmm. call it. Let's get
2: back to the the matter at hand. Yeah, Yo, you know my first uh Thanksgiving was a, a Richie memory too. Yeah. Yeah. You can be sad when I die. I know. I Sure am. Sure am. I remember that one. Mm-hmm. I gave him a turkey sandwich. Wait a minute. Did you? After Thanksgiving. Or before? That was the day of Thanksgiving.
1: We worked on Thanksgiving Day. I brought lunch in. Thanksgiving turkey sandwich. Made with leftovers. Nice. Joe was a vegetarian for about six years at the time. But he was a hungry vegetarian and he had no food offer. <laughs> there was nothing to eat in that whole. We were like working in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So that's why I brought my lunch. But this fool didn't. So I said, hey, have a half of my sandwich. Mangia, bevete, sia felice. He took a bite into the turkey. His eyes got big. He got energized. Muscles started flexing. He's running around me in circles. I said, what's going on? It's like when Papa ate the spinach. No way. Said, yeah.
2: And since then, he became a healthy kid. And you want to know the last. Though, all right, I was vegetarian for seven years, from age fourteen to twenty-one, and um, so the the last meat that I ate before that turkey sandwich was turkey. Oh, I had a traumatic experience with it, like in my house with my dad and shit. uh... It was really bad, but that was the last meat that I ate. Before that sandwich. Tell the story. Oh, That's a rough one, man. Um,
1: (laughs) So, listen, when you're in the Oliver house, you're going to do as you told, son. You heard? Yeah,
2: I I didn't. So, (laughs) that's the thing. Oh, he loves that. Whatchamacallit, boy. Yeah, let me finish this before I tell this trauma from my
1: past. I hope Anthony knows what's going on, how good he got it. He's sleeping.
2: (laughs) He's out. (laughs) I my my older brother Simon was my uh, hero as a kid. I was like I I thought he was the coolest. Girls liked him. He was like just cool. He listened to cool music. He dressed cool. Like I was wanted to be like my brother. But you were kind of a little nerdy. I was bad, man. (laughs) I was coming from a bad place, (laughs) and. You know, I just wanted to be like him in every way. And Simon became a vegetarian. I said, I'm gonna be a vegetarian. And that's that. Um, he had he was very close to moving out of the house if he hadn't already. I think he I think he actually just moved out when this happened. And so I'm the older oldest boy in the house now. Mm. And I'm gonna be like the cool one, you know. You're the G son, it's my turn. <laughs> so I said I'm gonna be a vegetarian. I didn't know why, just because Simon did it. That's a, that's the only excuse I needed. Uh oh, you in trouble? So man. I said to my my mom in the morning, I'm gonna be a vegetarian. I think. And she was like, Oh, okay. I said to my dad, I'm gonna be a vegetarian, and he's like, We'll see. Oh. So shit going down, son. We uh. <laughs> At uh, at dinner that night, my mom made turkey, and so I declined, you know? Uh, but my dad took turkey and put it on my plate anyway. Ooh, testing the brother. I was like, I'm
1: dad, I'm going to be vegetarian now. So oh, dad, maybe you didn't heard, maybe you didn't tell those things up uh, wherever you were, but
2: I don't eat meat no yeah, more. Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, all right, we'll see. And the turkey was sitting on my plate and I ate everything, you know. Mm-hmm. I Had extra of this and this to make up for the yeah. the lack of turkey, you know. And so everybody's done eating, could you tell he was fuming? Oh, he yeah. was like he wasn't looking at me. He was like looking oh, down, man. not talking, like getting ready. Brother getting hard, son. For the 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 uh <laughs> the uh what's that called? <laughs> I don't know, whatever. So he he uh, stood up and he's, he walked over to me and he's like, you're going to eat this turkey because I bought this turkey and you're going to eat it. And I was like, I don't want to eat it. You can eat it. How about that? Like, you can eat it. I'll give it to my brothers, like, yeah. share it with everybody else. It won't go to waste. It's not going to go to waste, but I don't want to eat it. And he said, you're going to eat this turkey. So it turned into a battle of, like, ego versus ego, you know? Yeah and unfortunately for me he's gigantic uh-huh. with huge muscles <laughs> and i was just you know 14 and so it got like really physical where he was like literally like choking me and push shoving turkey in my mouth damn and choking me and like you know had I me mean like a like a, a
0: pop sleeper cold, hole man. like a rear
2: naked choke from behind and when every time my mouth would open, he shoved turkey in it. Wow! And I would spit it out, and we were—I th- was thrashing around, and he's, you know, thrashing me harder. What Was your mom doing yelling? Uh, no, she was just wow. like cleaning up. You know? she is just a, <laughs> a servant to the king. And it was a battle, and I spit it all out, and I didn't eat it. And uh, it was yeah, it was crazy. It was like a really wild night fucked up and he never tried to get me to eat it again after that and i didn't eat it um but yeah it was like i definitely i was like i'm not eating this like after that i knew i wasn't gonna eat his you know he just proved the point to you yeah like Uh, i'm definitely not eating it now like if that's how it's gonna be i'm definitely not eating so turkey was the enemy and then years later the friend yeah yeah so I had that turkey sandwich. So you see then, how
1: I got you to eat it with kindness and love. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to hold him down at the oh, job site so and shove his throat. I said, nah, you know what? You know what? Let me try a different thing. If, if he wants it or he wants it, <laughs> I kill him with kindness. That's fucked up,
2: man. And then later that night, after the turkey sandwich, I went to Pepe and Eddie's house for an actual like, Thanksgiving dinner. Nice. And that was my first Thanksgiving dinner. Nice. Did I go on? Nice, man. Uh, maybe. I don't think so. No. I don't you know what? So.
1: You used to have great food. Remember when Chris used to have like a, the pre-Christmas things at his house? Yes, that was great. Were Those yeah, were the best, was, man. they were good. It was a good time, man. Or if Chris used to get the boxing matches.
2: Remember yeah, that? every time you got a boxing match, it was always like, "Oh my pops, we got him!" A whole be, spread. Tell your
3: friends to come up and hang your food. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, was
2: a- that was great. I'd be like eating everything in sight. Yeah, yeah amazing food. And your mom would make the manicotti, the homemade manicotti. Yeah, my mom and my aunt, Ooh. they would make them. They whip them up. Oh man, that was good, man. So good. They're so soft. Like when you, when you eat like a homemade manicotti like that, yeah, it's different, right? It's it just like it shelf. cuts like it's like the whole thing is made of ricotta cheese. Yeah, it's yeah. just like your fork just glides right through it. Oh, it's amazing. Chris, how do you say manicotti? Manicotti. Manig
1: M A N I G O T. Let me get the Monagh. Oh That's it. <laughs> How about the the Gavon song? <laughs>
2: That's great. Can we play that on here?
1: Yeah, we could ask him. I mean It's a good uh Thanksgiving song, you know? The Gavons. Yeah, that was a good song. How about uh did you hear the New Angel Dust? I did. You like it, huh? Listen. I'm listening. Justice
2: mm-hmm. is a lyrical master any lines stick out to you this dude knows how to pack a humongous statement into a very simple statement can i get an example uh yeah hold on let me let me look this up because for those that don't know
1: there was two angel dust songs dropped from the upcoming new album on roadrunner records and uh i was talking to justice the other day he sent me the link i sent it to joe and uh, that's what Joe's talking about now. Joe was very impressed with the lyrics.
2: I love, ever since uh, Secrets of the World, the Trapped Under Ice Secrets of the World, I've been like sweating that dude's lyrics. He's, he's really, really good at writing lyrics. And this Angel Dust doesn't sound like the last Angel Dust. Are the lyrics as good as, let's say, Keeping It Real by 25 to Life? <laughs> yeah, I think they are. They're on mm. par with that. <laughs> Uh, Come on, talk about the lyrics. Boom. boom, Mm. Bang. All right, so the EP is called Big Ass Love. Yeah. Is that the name of the song or the EP? I think it's the song and the EP, I think. Uh, The song I'm talking about is called Take Away the Pain. Mm, That's pretty cool. That's a good one. Out of the two, that's the one I like better. And uh, the lyrics are just so dope. But here's the chorus. Ah oh, man, I just I kind of need to read the whole thing because in order for it to make sense. Yeah, is it that good? That you gotta... <laughs> yeah, it's really good. So people and, and I so know people it, should check it out, man. Like I know what it's about.
1: You know what? Let people check it out. Let What's people check it out.
2: It's called "Take Away the Pain."
1: Read the lyrics to take away the pain. Check out the song, and let us know what you think these lyrics mean. Yeah, because do you think there's multiple uh, possibilities
2: within this? there is for sure I know you know the actual reason I know the it. actual reason and it shouldn't matter though because there's it's just he kept it in a really in a clever good way statements yeah you know? okay yeah 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 I don't know I think it's really it's really cool really clever it doesn't sound like the last angel dust musically it musically. sounds like a whole new band yeah it sounds very different totally. but it's cool and I think that people will I think people will dig it
1: now I like I like what they're doing because hardcore is turning into death metal, grindcore, and there there is already a death metal and a grindcore. I don't know why they're it's going in that direction, but so it's nice that they're doing something. Yeah, that, it's refreshing. Sounds like them. You know, it sounds like it's not something, you know, they're not going to some genre that already exists and claiming it to be hardcore.
2: No, it's like it to me it's it's like a pushback against that that super super heavy yeah style. It's like a little pushback Just against goofy it jock because, bullshit cuz it's for it's for like young people too. Like this is for young people. Just like those those real heavy bands are trying to cater to like a younger crowd. Yeah. But this is too. Yeah. So it's like uh, it's cool. It's like a, it's like it all fits somehow within like the within, you know, a, a show. Yeah, these things all kind of fit. But like, any other good just, bands uh, lately? You hear it or no? Ooh, man, what have I been listening to lately? I've been listening to a lot of old music lately. New Terror is still a killer. New Terror is great. Yeah, um, to me, the
1: New Terror is in the top three hardcore albums of all time.
2: Yeah, yes. Now, you used to say that about lowest of the Low. Yeah, that was a good one. Was a, did I didn't oust- say that that
1: was in the top three, but I, that was a definitely a classic one. But this new Terror is up there with the greatest blueprint of hardcore of all time, One Voice. Wow. The second greatest hardcore album of all time, Hold It Down.
2: Oh, shit.
1: And now in the top three, taking that third spot. Terror. Terror. Wow. And, Total retirement. See, I'm not the type of dude that only, my top three are the oldest band, the second oldest band, and the third oldest. Like, you know what I mean? Like, top, top 10 hardcore bands. All hardcore bands from 40 years ago. Like, come on. There's plenty of good stuff coming out. And that album crushes. Fucking crushes. When that comes on, thank God this world never wanted me, you son of a bitches. Ooh, I love <laughs> sick. that. sick. Thank God. Like, thank God it never wanted me because now I see what it is. Thank God it never wanted me, Chris. I don't want nothing Crazy.
2: to do with it. I love that line. That's a good line.
1: But I didn't know uh, Scott Vogel was religious. i thanking God in such a way. Hmm. You Christian pussy, Vogel. Come on. <laughs> I didn't oh know Terra was a Christian on. band now. Jesus.
2: Nah, I don't care. Is that
1: Christian hardcore band? Is that still a thing?
2: Is that a thing? Who was the last big one? Zayo? Oh, maybe. Yo, let's.
1: Uh, like somebody wrote a post about like something, and it got me thinking of all the trends within hardcore. And <laughs> it's like endless, like. But it's oh, it's not so a bad many. thing. They were trying to diss like a certain kind of a certain trend. Like oh, like this, a new one, a current it one. Seems kind of new, but it's been. I've noticed it for a long time. But yeah, it's newer. It's not like straight edge is a very old trend, but nonetheless, started out as a trend. You know what I mean? Right. So all these people were like just chiming in, so judgmental about this one specific thing. Meanwhile, it's like a Harry Krishna's chiming in, uh, a straight edge person's chiming in, uh, a, a, a biker's chiming in. I mean, it's that's all trends within the scene. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, don't they can't they just be honest with themselves? Like my existence within this. World of Hardcore also includes trends that I'm interested in and I take seriously, but I can't take this one serious. Yeah, it's, they, don't, they don't see it like that. <laughs> but Christian Hardcore bands, a trend within the scene. The Satanic, remember how bands were real Satanic, like Dom from, you know, pulling teeth and all. They had the big Satanic influence. The uh, the Holy Terror bands. Okay, a trend within the scene. Right now, powerlifting is a trend within the scene. How many people's profile pictures are them deadlifting? Looking like they're taking a shit like that's a trend within the scene. <laughs> oh, the Harley Davidson shit, a trend within the scene. Tattoos themselves from the beginning, a trend within the scene. Straight edge, a trend within the scene. Harry Krishna's a trend within the scene. What
2: else? What am I missing? Anything? Oh my god, there's so many. There's like the the there was like the basketball jersey, like E Town style. Yeah, sure. There was the 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 tough guy thing there was the tough guy thing there's like the bubble goose blunt behind the ear thing yeah you got the the cargo shorts black t shirt yeah even like yeah if you're going to even
1: styles but the trends yeah everything these like there's movements within the scene that some people they're not trends anymore they're the way of life. But some they aren't. Like me, I'm straight edge forever. I'm the KOS, the king of straight edge. All straight edge activities have to go through me. If you don't understand that, you're not true straight edge. Mm. But for some people, it's just a trend because they came and they left. They got a couple tattoos, they bounce, and if I see them, I'm going to cut them off with a razor. Ah. But for some people, very good. They're trends. Some people, they become the lifestyle. But it's all the same. You know what I mean? It's all, it's all relative. The suicide girl thing,
2: Big a trend. trend. But you for songwriters, right? It's their lifestyle. Remember when the girls did the uh, the Rosie the Riveter? Thing? Yes, I do remember <laughs> that. What the hell's that? The one you know, that old poster from like World War Two with the girl pulling her sleeves up and like, oh yeah 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 we yeah, can yeah, do yeah, it thing yeah. And they wore, like, bandanas. Yeah. A little trend, Like, But, hey, man, that's what this is. And then they're, like, the monster, <coughs> the monster girls, you know, into, like, the monster stuff. Exactly. There's, like. Uh, Horror movies. Uh, yeah. So this
1: is the thing. We got this, our universe, this little world, very small world, hardcore. And now we have these little civil wars within it of yours is fake, mine's real. This is legitimate. That's not chill the fuck out mind your fucking business listen to the music go to the show have fun shake your hand and get the fuck home all right that's what this <laughs> is about if you ain't don't like the music then don't come around if you got a little thing on the side like powerlifting or being straight edge or being a vegan that's one big one that we forgot about the the vegan trend which just becomes a lifestyle so that's fine and encourage your friends if they got their thing You know, these guys know I'm a G, so they're like, yo, we support your G shit, Rich. I'm like, yo, I know you do, young nerds, but they're supportive of me, and I appreciate that. So I always (laughs) want to tell you guys thank you. Young nerds. Thank you. But be nice to each other, hardcore people. Come on. We got no room for that crap. There's too few of us. There is too few of us. It's such a weird thing that, like, it's too small to be fighting. If you compiled every hardcore kid in America that says, yeah, I'm a hardcore dude. You wouldn't have that many motherfuckers. It's small, man. Uh, Our biggest events in America are around two to three thousand people. Our biggest events. Some Joe Schmo Drake could come here, and it could be twenty thousand people for what? For him talking nonsense? Nothing. There's no substance. No emotion. There's no. There's no. Not. There's nothing there. But for whatever reason, it is what it is. And those people go to that show. And they enjoy themselves. Then they go home. But with our tiny little scene and our biggest events being yet so small, we still got to go at each other's throats. So As the wrecked. king of straight edge. What calling, do you decree? I'm calling for a truce. <laughs> I I'm going to buy somebody a drink. I'm going to buy somebody a vegan hamburger. All right. I'm going to buy somebody a one-month certificate to a world gym. Is that what you call it? A world gym? Gold's Gym. Gold's Gym. Yeah, same Gold's thing. Gym. I'm going to give a magazine for Harley Parts to <laughs> these greaseball friends of mine that like to pretend they're bikers now and stuff. I'm going to be nice and support the stuff you're into because it might become your lifestyle. It might go from trend to lifestyle, and that's fine. Don't judge. Go see Judge, Very but Don't judge. Very benevolent There you, you go You are I'm a wise the ruler The king of straight son A decree Of decrees And remember Doing steroids is not straight edge Keep that in mind everybody mm-hmm. Alright What other rules could I make for straight edge I don't know
2: There should be a thing No straight
1: edge tattoos I,
2: There should be a On rule. the right side of your body
1: <laughs> Always to the left and protect your right. The X tattooed on the left will protect your left. Your eyes will protect your right. Trust. Let go. Okay? Uh, that's another rule. Uh, straight edge tattoos on the left.
2: That's a weird one. Well, that's let's look. So got that thing. What else we got? The, uh, you it's should make deep. a rule about the length of shorts. Short length. A lot of straight edge guys are creeping their short length higher yeah, and higher and higher. Know. It's getting a little crazy out there.
1: It's that's just the feminine element of hardcore right now. It's getting feminized a little bit, which is fine. People do feminine stuff. And, you know, we all do, but that's one of them. Yeah, these little shorts. I see dudes wearing half cut off shirts that I used to wear in football practice. You know what I mean? Like, they want their belly showing. They got a cute belly button, I guess they think. I don't know. Let them do what they want.
2: But for Ah, me, those shorts, those shirts, uh, the half shirts were the coolest thing, though, back in like the back 80s. Back the day, yeah. In the 80s, those shirts were like, that meant you were like, you could tackle somebody. Yeah,
1: man. Like, and they're like they mesh, tackle. like kind of see-through. Yeah. Yeah, maybe your nipple get caught up in that motherfucker now and then. Uh, <laughs> first time I saw, saw um, Warzone, um oh, Head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used on. to rock that. Yeah. Warzone. And what's up with Minor Threat, putting out that little teaser? I don't know. What was the date on that one? Said, I can't uh, say... Um, Ian got real mad at me for when I posted a date, so yeah. nobody go back and look at that date, please. I was never a big Minor Threat fan, though. No. <laughs> I actually was.
2: Yeah, that was one of the first tapes that my brother brought home. I thought it was cool, but to me, it was too. I wouldn't say a huge fan, but it was definitely like it was exciting to me. I was like, "Oh yeah. shit, what is this?" Yeah, but they kind of represented the
1: kind of personality of the hardcore people I didn't like too much. Which kind of, they had a snobby, kind of more elitist, better than you kind of vibe to them. You know, I don't know. But that's how they seemed to me. So, I wasn't really into that kind of stuff.
2: I wasn't even aware of like hardcore genre, like uh, yeah the the different subsets within hardcore Once at the you time. came
1: in hardcore, because I remember when you were kind of just coming. Weren't you surprised to kind of see the divisions? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Weren't you surprised to see like, wow, those dudes kind of don't like. Me or my type or my friends. <laughs> yeah. Were. Huh. Yeah. It was so weird. Like there was. Wow. I don't feel comfortable at this place, but I do feel comfortable at this place. Wow. Those people actually don't even want us supporting that show. Yeah. And-
2: or or wow. These people don't even come into the show at all. They yeah. just sit in the parking lot. Yeah. And, t- and talk and complain about shit. Um. The, my first show, there was so many skinheads at it. Yeah. And I was like, it was scary. It was really scary to me. I loved it, but it was like, yeah. like a fear, you know what I mean? Like an adrenaline rush because I was like, "Oh my God, this is crazy!" And then I went to another show immediately after, and it was like, the, it was like I would call it hardcore, but now I would be like, "Oh, okay, I see what kind of hardcore that was." It yeah. was like, 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 like a p, like a PC, yeah. all PC bands who probably these days are like people would be considered like right wing bands or something. <laughs> like back then yeah, they were the really. PC bands but yeah. now they're not
1: PC enough. Well there was that Wilkes-Barre scene was a very PC scene. There'd be like, this
2: was more of a New Jersey scene. Yeah.
1: They had that element too like that one college that always had shows.
2: This was like a chokehold. Yeah. Frail. Frail. Oh I
1: hated that shit. And uh, Chokehold? Get the fuck out of here. One time I think I saw them and the guy was just complaining about everything. I was like, Seriously? I paid to see somebody whining could have stayed home for this and fucking not clean my bedroom my mom would have been whining but yeah the guy was so annoying if it's the band i think if not chokehold i'm very sorry but do something about it you cock sucky yeah, i gonna do
2: nothing no are they even around anymore what know. the hell is happening i have no idea i have no
1: idea no but yeah there was a
2: lot of snobby... there was some good bands that were in that who's thing? the
1: band that played that like Place that was in Strasbourg by Perkins that was like a hotel attached. La Mirage. Yeah, remember that one band I played there? Was was that chokehold? I saw chokehold there. Okay, that was it. I did see. So chokehold. they were like real kind of politically. Like, don't yeah, do this. Yeah. Don't do that.
2: If you do this, you know. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Yeah, everything was a speech. I know. With those bands, but there was a band who those people liked, but to me they they were different. They didn't sound i don't know they was just a better band i guess but they're called conviction okay i remember that name real hard real, it was. they were good man they were that was like a. Yeah. Th- to me that was like of the of those kind of bands that was like the, the top the you know the yeah the cream of the crust i just
1: come from a sort of style where i don't want nobody telling me what to do not a cop not some hardcore nerd on stage nobody tell me what to fucking do all right so i got offended i'm sorry it's all right. I'm sorry. It happens to everybody. Even the king of straight, the king of straight, there is nothing higher. We're all, straight, kids Joe, we're all susceptible, Joe. We're all susceptible. The king of straight. I gotta get that tattoo. Kos on straight off.
2: Surprised you haven't by now. I should, right? You got some new spots. You got some new room available of spots. I hate getting tattooed though. Guy breathing
1: right on you, three inches away. Oh, we're gonna drop. <laughs> Like, are you that blind that you got to get that close to my skin? You ever notice how close they get? I used to be excited to get tattoos, and I just don't, oh. I don't know. I wish they could do it from a bubble, you know what I mean, from outside of a bubble and stick their hands in, like, their plastic. And <laughs> I got one on my neck once, and the guy was, like, blowing in my ear. His, his nose is almost grazing on my ear. I'm like, this guy gets a little closer. I'm snuffing him.
2: So gross. <laughs> but,
1: yeah. I don't I don't <laughs> have are, any. crazy. Uh,
2: I don't know, like, what I would get. I have no, like, I would get plenty. I if just, somebody, if somebody, like, made, like, drew something and said, "Yo, can I tattoo this on you?" I might agree to it, but I'm just not looking for nothing. Yeah, I just not have no.
1: There's some stuff I want to get. I just don't want to make an appointment. That's one thing I hate. So I go to your doctor. I got to make an appointment. Just come to my house when I call you and do it. <laughs> 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 some really good tattooists out there, though, man. Yeah, some really good ones. Really good ones. Some of our friends were blessed. We got some of the best. If we want tattoos, man, these fools are good. You know, I think I'm gonna start tattooing. I think i yeah. will be good at it.
0: Hmm. You
1: know, what I mean, what is it? They're just tracing a line. I ain't doing nothing big. They put a little stencil. on yeah, might be on a little you. more than that. They put a stencil on yeah. you. You follow the line, and you say, "Give me five hundred dollars when I'm done." And now they want to act like they're, they're, they're stars walking around. Get out! Get
2: over yourselves! We got a question from somebody from Scotland. What's up, you crazy Scottish it's a bastard? Funny question: He wants to know how far Luke has to hey, travel. Wait a minute.
1: Could you say it in
2: a Scottish accent, please? Oh shit! I haven't. I, get into character. I me, gotta me, me, practice me, me, this me. one, man. This is a that's a hard accent
1: to do. you gotta just roll the tongue a lot. And you'll get it. <laughs> Joe's training though look at him he's trying to get it you can do it
2: right, if you can't do it fuck it this is gonna be rough but I'm gonna give it a shot give it a shot come on forgive me <laughs> Scottish friends hey guys greetings from Scotland yes really enjoying the podcast Defo <laughs> a pick me up at work quick question how far does Luke have to travel for practice I've got a 50 minute train journey and a 20 minute walk. <laughs> and that's a pain in the cunt. <laughs> also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all I can't do anymore. He wants to know how long Luke has to travel for practice. Listen, first,
1: there were some definitely Scottish elements in there. Journey, yeah, it started trailing. Journey was on point. It was trailing <laughs> off
2: at the <laughs> and, end. <laughs> some stuff that sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I don't know where you're going with it. Hey, guys. Greetings from Scotland. That was good. Yeah. Up to that point, I was And you I said, said Journey. Good. Journey was good. Really enjoying the podcast. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, that could, that time of like, Bulgarian. Yeah. That could be a lot of different things. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Definitely a pick-me-up at work. Yeah. Pick-me-up huh? what's good at work. Or no? Work. Yeah Work <laughs> Yeah that's better Quick question Not How bad. far does Luke have to travel to practice mm. I thought you said journey before Journey Yeah that's it. <laughs> I've got the 50 minute train journey No you know what
1: You're starting to sound like Dutch in there Like you're sounding like Like Bert <laughs> I've got the 50 through. minute train journey
2: That's <laughs> Dutch is like <laughs> Like bird is coming through there Bert Oh my god He's got uh, the best voice ever 50 train <laughs> Who the fuck is talking out there <laughs> Shut up <out. laughs>
1: <laughs> no listen shut up luke goes an hour at least an hour and f- f- a half probably at least an hour and a half yeah from the Bronx. he just it's left before we started this
2: th- it's not a, it's not that far in mileage but it's, a it's mess. he has to leave like a congested part he of new york close city
1: to the george washington bridge and it's always a mess to get over that yeah he can
2: either go like a far like go up north and loop really far around yeah or he can go right into the heart of of but trust me, it's no joke what he does. We appreciate that little sucker,
1: that little bastard. And what's funny, this guy's Scottish. He's asking about Luke. What do I call Luke? I always say he looks like a little Scottish guy. Yeah. And he gets mad. Yumbatized. You do say that. You do say that. I'm not Scottish. But he looks like a little Scot. I like Scottish people. Luke I, has I, tiny little feet. I worked with a Scottish <laughs> guy. I probably told his story Great, 10 times. Tiny little feet. And I was teasing him. I said, are there any famous Scottish people in America? You guys got nothing. And he's like there is i said who andrew carnegie (laughs) now nobody knows what i said except that scottish guy i said andrew carnegie and i was like what who andrew carnegie and i said who the fuck is that and he said carnegie hall i said oh carnegie hall andrew carnegie was scottish carnegie there you go andrew carnegie wow what a roll of the tongue right they yeah. must be drinking mad water. Their tongues are probably, their
2: mouth is always dry all the time. <laughs> when we're on tour and we play Scotland, I can do it. I, I can do it for, like, weeks. Yeah. I'm good at it. But yeah. if I haven't heard it in a while, it's I, it's hard to imitate. Yo, they know how to drink over there, right? They get drunk. Dude, they get uh, crazy, man.
1: Woo! I like the Scots. Woo! Always like Star Trek and the guys, uh, he took care of the enterprise. He did, he did. On many occasions. What else we got? Anything?
2: Yeah, somebody wants to know what's your favorite... What's our favorite horror movies?
1: Uh, my favorite, favorite horror, movies. horror movie. I don't know if it's a horror movie, but you know what? I just got reintroduced to recently is that one Dracula with uh, who played Dracula? Was that guy Gary Oldman? Oh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. That oh one yeah, went, that's great. That's yeah, pretty fucking good. That's
2: great. Yeah. It's Keanu Reeves' accent is a little suspect. Yeah, that. he's not the best actor, but but you know who's great is Tom Waits. He's the uh, he's uh oh yeah the yeah, real estate yeah. dude that was yeah. that's in the prison. He yeah. was, he's he's in like the mental hospital. What's his name? Chris Renfield. Renfield. Oh, oh, right. yeah, Renfield. Yeah.
1: He's great. And Yo, then, that's a good movie, Master. Yeah,
2: Master.
1: Yo, when he did the scene where he like looked away and he licked the razor with the blood on it, yeah. <sighs> What a creepy, oh, that's and creepy! And right? early in the movie when they're showing like Dracula way back when he was like a warrior. It's a pretty fucking good movie. Yeah. Now nah, it's a horror movie, right?
2: Yeah. This person probably wants that's one like of the Freddy original or
1: Jason or these other fruits that never die. <laughs> they're wearing sweaters or hockey mask or Captain Kirk mask. Come on,
2: that's like oh, the, just- one of the original uh, horror stories. Yeah, totally, you know? totally.
1: No, I like that movie, but I did did just see the newest Halloween.
2: It's pretty cool. It was pretty cool, man. Tight. It's just like I don't get it. Like it's. it's Did you know Bram Stoker was uh, Irish? Famous Irish author. Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah. Nice. A lot of. Famous, he's so overrated. He's, Irish uh, literary. Figures. He's
1: so overrated. He wrote one good thing. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how people say that, yeah. but if you're one good thing, it's Dracula. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's pretty dope. Yeah, you get you get a bragging right after that, right? He wrote
1: one good thing, big deal. <laughs>
2: Let's see if we got any other good ones. Uh, a couple comments. Well, you guys
1: didn't answer. That's mine. What do you, what do you say? Oh, yeah. Crystal watch those kind of movies. Yeah, man. I don't
2: really watch horror movies. I guess. I mean, you know, I love that Frankenstein movie. Is that a horror movie? Which like one? Frankenstein with De Niro? Robert De Niro. It's pretty good, yeah. I love that one. <laughs> the accent comes out when he's crying, though. Yeah. Hey,
1: I don't know. She's beautiful. <laughs> Nobody likes <laughs> me. What are you going to do? Over here. <laughs> Yo Frank Frank why are you crying I, The girl don't like me Yo I'll tell you I just watched
3: Recently The Exorcist The first one yeah. Ooh, that's, that's a classic That shit is wild. scary That's crazy it's, it's even Like even You know put the effects
1: aside You
3: know what's crazy The whole
1: idea of it Is fucking scary as fuck yeah. What's crazy is That little girl Saying and doing that stuff It's like a real little girl Like, Yeah yeah Jeez
2: yeah, that's wild. Like, man. where
1: were her parents? Are they allowed this? Would you let, if you had a
2: daughter, do that? Like, movie? as an actress, you mean? Yeah. Like, as a young actress, you allow your daughter to say, your mother sucks cocks in hell. And masturbate with a cross? Like, yeah. okay,
1: now, honey, listen, in this scene, pretend like you're putting the cross inside your vagina. Like, what did they, how did they direct that? Yeah, her? that's yeah. wow.
2: You know what I mean? I don't know. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like some Roman Polanski shit. Yeah, he's probably getting off on them, that creep. Chris. I'll be in the editing room. <laughs> <All> right, <well.
1: laughs>
2: the jacking room. The jacking room. Uh, our friend Craw from Cold Hard Truth, who uh, they lent us that guitar for yeah, Mike while we were on tour. We had a good conversation. Nice. With him. But He about sent this podcast. comment for Chris, Uh-oh. and this is this is a while ago, and I never got to this, but okay. this is a good one. He sent me a, a link to a story about a man. Whose body was found after a tree grew yes. from a seed in his stomach?
3: Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I,
2: no. I know they th- a tree
3: ripped up and they found uh, it grew into a grave and it pulled up all kinds of bones.
2: No, this is a man who had a, a seed in his stomach. He died, the seed germinated. And took roots and grew wow. out of his I don't skeleton. Know. That's incredible. And then they found him afterwards. And this is like modern, like he's wearing like like fruit of the looms or something. Nike's. Like it's not even that, that old. Wow. He's wearing wow, that's crazy. It's forty years. He was a body of a man who was murdered more than forty years ago has been found after a seed grew from a fig in his stomach.
1: No way. That's pretty so why crazy. Do you want Chris doesn't know that. He thinks Chris did it.
2: No, he just knows Chris is into like you know history stuff like archaeology that's
1: pretty fascinating man (laughs) Chris
3: is a good guy pretty crazy right that is pretty crazy
2: crazy. All right, so not so much a question but there you go Chris something for you to google later
3: I will google that
2: (laughs) that's pretty crazy though that is nuts that's a wild one imagine seeing that imagine finding that imagine growing out of his butt growing out of his butt nuts right
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, any more? Or are you good?
2: Nah, no, that's uh. Right, we wrap it up then. Chris got to get again.
1: Chris's face gets all. Yeah, hot. this was
2: this was good. It's fun, refreshing. <laughs> so
1: sorry, it took us forever, so long. You know,
2: I'm not gonna apologize for
1: shit. Nah, it's not right, man.
2: I ain't apologizing for shit. It's not right, dude. You know, it's not right.
1: All right, everybody, we'll get this up quick, and uh, we'll have another one up in probably seven months. Now we're gonna try to be better, and we're gonna have a show December eighth. A benefit for someone who's been locked up for a crime they didn't commit for a long time, and they're coming home, and we're going to treat them right, and everybody's going to get together and build up some cash and give it to his family so it can eat.
2: December eighth, Reverb in Redding, Pennsylvania. Amen. Wisdom and Chains, Mushmouth Mush Mush Death Threat, and many more, many more. It's going to be a banger of a show. Come out because this is what. Cause. Remember,
1: I was talking about hardcore in that small world. This is what it's all about in this room. You're going to see by us
2: together forever. You're going to see every genre of hardcore kid in that room that, that day. You come out and you support your own, man. Yes. It's a cross-section of the scene. And if Ziggy, you don't know him personally, Ziggy, it don't matter. I would go boy, for anybody. Our boy Ziggy is well-loved. He is a good man. His, uh, his music touched a lot of people. That's right. And uh, we're excited for him to come home. This is going to be a beautiful reunion. Yeah. And the show is is a pre reunion and it's gonna be it's gonna help set him up for life yeah. on the on and a, believe in the me, real world hardcore
1: regard. kids, his friends, everybody's been looking out for him the whole time. Me and Joe were there when he got sentenced. We were standing there when the judge gave him those years and that dude took it like a soldier. Mm-hmm. He consoled his mother, he consoled his father, he looked at his baby's mama, He said don't worry, he's gonna be okay. Didn't flinch. Right? Yeah. We were there. Joe gave a little speech to try to convince the judge, and I think it helped Joe. Yeah. Because he got, he could have got way more than he got. He's coming home.
2: And you know, I think just, about that a lot, man.
1: And I just got a, another friend is locked up, I just heard. I got to send him some letters. So it's bad, man. It's a, it's a whole scam.
2: It's a scam, man. Yeah,
1: come on. What are you locking these people up for? I remember when I, I got locked up, I stabbed the guy in the head. They made a big deal. I was like, come on. This like this doesn't
2: happen every day. You're making a big deal. All right, let's get out of here. All right, we'll talk to y'all soon. Go to fastbreakrecords.com. Check out some of them. Buy the new releases. Stuff. And
1: Goodbye. thanks for thanks for all the support. A lot of support. A lot of stuff's moving. Products yeah. are moving. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Fastbreak records forever.
2: Talk to y'all soon. Peace out.
1: Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then. Get your fucking ass out of here before I get you a smack, motherfucker. Who the
2: fuck do you think you in? This is Post America. You ain't shit, motherfucker.